What's up, everybody? It's Dale from BS and Beer Media. We're going to do something different this week. I caught up with Tomas, and I wanted his thoughts on the NFL draft. So we're going to focus in on the quarterbacks. Also, Tomas will share his thoughts about the Saints and the Derek Carr situation. So enjoy this conversation with Tomas. Big thanks to him for coming through and visiting with us. There's been so much talk these days going around about obtaining Derek Carr from the Raiders. Well, this draft season, we need to be talking about rookies and who better to bring in than Tomas. Tomas, please save us from all the Derek Carr talk. Let's talk some rookie quarterbacks, please. <laughs> well, greetings. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yes, it's it's my pleasure to talk uh, quarterback. Yes. All right. Yes, sir. Well, we, we'll pass on Derek Carr for now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll let the let the fellows uh, continue on with their thoughts on Derek Carr. Let's just talk about the quarterbacks that are available in the draft. Yes. All right. So looking at my trusty notes here, mm-hmm. we we know that it's pretty much a consensus that the three top guys are Bryce Young from Bama, mm-hmm. uh, C.J. Stroud from uh, OSU, and Will Levis from University of Kentucky. Okay. Those seem to be like the top three. They juggle around somewhat. I myself have them in a different order than what I just gave you, but those seem to be the three. So being that the Saints start off at number 29 and being that I don't think they're going to give up next year's number one to move up further up on this year's number one list, I don't think we'll get any one of those three people. Okay. So if you want to know about those three guys, I'm more than happy to talk about them. Uh, of those three, I will tell you the guy I like, and I know my my fellow, my fellow compatriots don't like, is the kid here from Kentucky where I live. Okay, uh, well, well t- tell me about Levis. Well, I think that if you look at all of the tangibles, you would say he's got the size, he's got the, the physical build, he certainly has the strongest, of those three guys, he has the strongest arm of the three of them. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think he has a heck of a lot of upside. Now, a lot of people, you know, say, well, he holds, like, what you don't like, Dale, which is he holds the ball too long. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> he, he takes some sacks he shouldn't take, you know. Well, I would say this because people don't know. In his junior year here, he's a transfer, by the way. So his junior year here, he had a really good offensive line. And so he, he really showed a great deal of potential, had a really good offensive coordinator. His senior year, different offensive coordinator, and we know how bad that can be. Right. And – he had a freshman left tackle. He had a freshman guard. So very young offensive line. So I, I wouldn't say necessarily that he held the ball too long. I would say, like, he didn't have enough time to throw the ball. Okay. So, okay. but if you really look at his arm strength, it's phenomenal. I mean, he can really, he can everything, short, medium, long, not a problem for him. And he's got the build, like I said, you know, my sheet, somewhere on my sheet I have it. Um, you know, I, I want to say he's like six something and, uh, 6'3", 232. Yeah. yeah. And his GPA is 4.0. So 
He's a smart guy, you know? Uh, so to me, that would be the guy I'd be looking at if I had a top 10 pick, you know? But since we don't, we'll move on down the list here of what's possible. But that's definitely your top three quarterbacks, the upper tier, and then kind of. Yes, I think that people, yeah, I think that the consensus amongst all the draft Knicks out there is that you got Young, Stroud, and and Levis. I think those are the top three people they talk about. Uh, And of course, you know, it makes it easier for us now, us, us amateurs like me, because social media has so much tape on all these guys. I mean, I can't begin to tell you how much tape I've seen on all of the, on, on probably the t- top 20 quarterbacks. They're either on uh, YouTube or Instagram or on their own sites or college sites. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a lot of video and reading what all of the the supposed, uh, you know, professionals have to say. But I think most of them would agree that those are the top three in some order or not. Now, beyond that, then it depends on uh, who you're looking at. You know, for example, we know that our boy, uh, Dave is hooked on Hooker. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, uh, Hooker's okay. Uh, Tennessee, um, been injured, mm-hmm. still recovering basically from that injury. So, you uh, get any combine numbers on him? Well, you're not going to because right. he's, he's been injured. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, and Levis didn't play in any of the bowl games or anything because he's also recovering from injuries. Oh. So, okay. Yeah, well, he, he just his injuries are he got beat up. And like I said to you, his line didn't do many favors. And so he had a, a bum ankle for a while and then a uh I want to say a bum hip for a while. He had a number of injuries that from being sacked so many times. Okay. Um uh, and we know Hooker just he, he uh, was it an ankle uh, an ankle, I think. Uh ACL, if I'm not mistaken. ACL, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So so those guys, they show a lot of potential. Uh, Hooker, I think, has a lot of potential. Uh, you know, my problem in, in 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 ranking these quarterbacks is that for me personally, uh, I'm not looking for a guy who's going to be running gun. You know, that's not my style of quarterback for the NFL because I think they may do well for the first couple of years, but eventually they figure them out, and then that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the boy in Philadelphia, Hurst. You know, he's got a good arm. He he doesn't really need to scramble around. You know, he can read the defenses. He can put the ball where it needs to be. So he's a really good, you know, Mahomes, same, same kind of thing, right. you know. But you look at somebody like Jackson up at uh, Baltimore, you know, and he's been injured, and who knows when he's going to come back and how that's going to affect his game. Because if he can't run out of there, uh, he doesn't have the accuracy, I don't think, to to make it like like Hurst or, or Mahomes. Okay. So to me, you know, I don't need any more RG3s or anything like that. <laughs> uh, for me, that's just my right. personal belief, you know. Right. So I believe Hooker sort of falls into that category. Right. Okay. Uh, so some people would say, yeah, that's the that's the way. Like I said, Dave likes his likes this fellow. Um, another one that people talk about. Well, another one Dave loves. You know, he's gotten he was on the Hooker bandwagon for a long yeah. time, and now he's on the the, the McKee bandwagon, right? Yeah, from, from Stanford, huh? Stanford, yeah, Stanford <laughs> McKee, right? Well, yeah. he he's a tall guy. He's six six, two thirty, but. I'm not so bought on him as a lot of other people. I, I definitely think he's not a first-round pick. I don't even think he's a second-round pick. So if you really wanted him, you could probably pick him up, you know, even into the late third, early fourth, probably. I, I don't think he's going to go as high as a lot of people think he's going to go. Now, yeah. of course, you know, you, you know, they'll, people get all quarterback crazy, and suddenly they pick some guy, you're like, who? You know, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Round, you know? <laughs> 
So, but 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 he's not one of the ones that I would you know consider up there. Okay. Uh, and a lot of these guys, as as our friends say uh, that we talk to, you know, a lot of these guys are projects. Right. You know, they're not going to come in. There's, I would say this, even with the top three, there's nobody in here who's a Mahomes. There's nobody in here who's a, uh, a Joey Burrow. There's nobody in here like that. I don't think any of these guys are ready to just step in and, you know, be the number one guy. I, I don't think any of them are. Uh, so that makes a little difference as to how you look at the draft. Uh, but, but you know, people will overreach. So, yeah, you know, so yeah. our our top guys here that, that I have on the list, I just kind of roll through them and then we'll talk about individuals. So, like I said, Young, Stroud, and Levis at the top. Richardson from Florida. Hooker uh, and uh, Hall from BYU. That's probably the next three that they talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have McKee from Stanford, Toon from Houston, and Duggan from TCU. Probably the next three in there. Uh, then um, O'Connell from Purdue, which I have a little interesting sidelight on him. Hainer mm. uh, from Fresno State. And then the last two that they talk about, mm, you know, Will Rogers from Mississippi State and Cameron Ward from Washington State. So that's my list. Uh, Non-sleepers. That's that's my list, right? So um, I think people are interested in um, the kid from Purdue. I'll, I'll start with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was, going, I was about to ask about O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, so O'Connell uh, has a lot of good uh, work mm -hmm. as a starting quarterback for Purdue. Did not play in a bowl game for them. Uh, just like so many of these kids are like, no, I got to heal up and yeah. get myself ready. You know, mm -hmm. so so that was it. But he did work with Breeze when Breeze took over the gig in Purdue to be a quarterback coach. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting because, OK, did Drew just go there because it's his alma mater? Or did he go there as sort of a scout? if you will, you know, will he be joining Peyton in Denver and thinking about, well, you know, Hey, this kid's a project, but might be your guy in a couple of years when you boot the guy that's there now, you know? So mm -hmm. I think there's a, there's something that might be going on there beyond that. Uh, it, it was odd that for many years, Drew said that he never wanted to be a coach and suddenly shows up being quarterback coach at Purdue. Right. You know, so that's a little uh, you know, question mark. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, beyond that, like I said, you know, he has a very close association with uh, Peyton. Uh, so uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Sean Peyton calls him up and says, hey, come be my QB coach. And I, and I tell you, because uh, some of the guys have talked about this, you know, people fell in love with Purdy out in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Okay. A story behind the story. Shanahan. When he picked up Purdy, he said, you know what? I, I believe the kid has potential. So he went out and talked to Brian Greasy and had him come in and be quarterback coach for the 49ers, in particular to work with Purdy. Hmm. Now, okay. you know, you think about it, man, that makes perfect sense. You have a real quarterback. You know, he's out at the game. Man, big injury, so he's out at the game, not playing anymore. But he knows the fundamentals, came from his dad, who, you know, certainly coached him just like the Mannings coach each other. So could it be that we could find one of these kids on this list and say, hey, if he had a real quarterback coach, 
who knows what the possibilities are. And I think maybe O'Connell might fit into that with, with some tutoring from, from Breeze. But we'd have to wait and see, you know, how that how that works. But, you know, that's going to be one of our big problems. I don't care. You know, personally, I have to tell you, I don't have us picking a quarterback in the first or second round. Right. In my mock drafts. I'm, but, I'm, I'm with you there. And so I'm kind of inclined to, to, to ask you about some of these small school quarterbacks. Um, like maybe, maybe Hainer from, from Fresno State. Love him. Love him. I think that he has a possibility of really doing something. He, he still has some issues. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Uh, I'm going to be perfect at that. No, at this no, range, no. for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. But when yeah. you talk about do they have the tools that they need, yeah. you know, uh, Hainer, 6'1, 200. Mm-hmm. You know, now some people talk about how he's kind of slight of build, you know. And, you know, when they say 6'1, probably a measurement is only six feet tall. Right. You know? So at 200, he's probably like 190. So, mm-hmm. but again, you know, a lot of these kids, once you get them on a good diet and a good weight program, mm-hmm. They put on 20 pounds, you know, and some muscle. So 6'1", 200 is not bad size for a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I really like his, uh, from what I've seen on the tapes, I, I really like his his leadership, how, how he runs the teams when he's running the team. So mm-hmm. I think he's a kid that that would have a good possibility. Uh, and he's certainly on my list as a possibility for the Saints. I see him about maybe round four or five, probably five. If he's still on the board at round five, I would certainly take him at about that point. Uh, now, again, as I said, my, my disclaimer is, okay, we don't have a quarterback coach. Curry, who is, has been the quarterback coach, mm-hmm. and he's probably leaving, but yeah, I think so. he's not a quarterback. <laughs> he never played quarterback. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's like, you know, asking Craig to go out there and, uh, you know, coach the wide receivers. Yeah. You know, okay. I mean, not, not, not that he might play offense, but, you know, so – I think, again, this, this is one of those real difficult drafts because the coaching situation is kind of in flux. So, you know, for me personally, like I said, I, I would steer clear of quarterbacks. But but certainly, Hainer's a good one uh, to look at. as, a, mm-hmm. And I will give you a couple of other ones that okay. people haven't been talking about. And maybe, you know, you go, who? So there's a kid at Boston College. His name is Phil uh, Jerkovich. And... He has talent, you know. He's he's raw. These the, my my uh, sleepers are raw, you know. Yeah. The kid at North Carolina State, Devin Leary, another kid that has a lot of talent. He just needs to be get some coaching in. And then my real dark horse, the kid I would draft if he's still available, and I think he will be. If he's available with our first seventh round pick. I pick this kid, no doubt about it. His name is Tyson. Bagant. Okay. He is a Division II quarterback. Ooh. Goes to a school named Shepard. Uh-huh. Uh, he won the equivalent of the Heisman Trophy for Division II. Okay. That's, uh, that's interesting there. 6'3, 220. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about a shrimp. Right. You know? Got size and all the videos I've seen of him. Very, very good. Uh, you know, he he actually looks thin for 220. He looks thin. He could probably carry another 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and so you can imagine 6'3, 220. That's a good size quarterback. And uh good escapability, has good wheels, can throw all the passes. It's just again, he's raw. And you don't know because division two. Okay, he beat the heck out of all his competitors, but it's division two. Right. You know, yeah. 
if you put him at LSU and SEC, how would he do? You know, don't know because he wasn't against that level of competition. Mm-hmm. But I really like that kid. That's one of mine that I'm like, if he's there, I'm going to take him in the late rounds. Um, so that gives you an idea of some of these. You know, do you have another one that you wanted to ask me about? Yeah, one more, and that's uh, Max Dugan from TCU. Um, I know he didn't impress very much at the Senior Bowl. I mean, does that really kill his stock a lot? I don't think so, because the kid that I like here, the same the same kid of Badgen, Badgen, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he didn't look good at the Senior Bowl either. Uh, ah, but okay. I, I don't think, you know, again, who was the offensive coach at the at the Senior Bowl? Oh, Curry was there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, that doesn't tell me anything, you know? Okay. Right. Uh, Hainer did look good though. He he looked good. Okay. He was there, uh, and some of the other kids that were there didn't look all that hot either. So I don't necessarily say no to that. You know, we've talked about this before. A lot of people change their mind postseason, right? Oh, look at this kid in this particular, you know, Senior Bowl, or look at the kid at the tryouts, you know, the the the, the NFL workout. The truth of the matter is, you, you really, uh, the real pros, from what I understand, it's how I do it, you know, you look at their record. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you're doing the NFL, NFL combine, these kids work a lot of time trying to run to get a faster time. But in the true, in the real game, you don't run that way. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have pads on, you know, uh, let me see you run with pads on and make those kinds of cuts that are necessary to make, you know, to do, uh, you know, jump cut or a straight you know, square out, you know, and you don't see that. So I think a lot of that is kind of, okay, that's nice, you know, but in real game time, you know, you look at some of these kids in real game time. I remind you, TCU looked very impressive, made it all the way to the final four. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. and you know, that that's not just because they had a good defense. That's because Duggan was playing really good as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that he's a number uh, 10 on my list. Okay. Uh, so, and the kid right above him is another kind of mysterious kid, uh, Clayton Toon, who went to Houston. Right. And uh, so there's a lot of talk about him too, because he has size and potential. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think the negative with most of these kids is arm strength. There are a couple in there who have good arm strength, but most of them, you know, they're, they're good. They're not great. You know, so, if you're running a system where it's a lot of uh, slants and a lot of, you know, inside 20-yard passes, it'll be okay if they have good touch. But if you're looking for somebody who can hit 35 or more, a lot of these kids' arms aren't that strong, you know? Now, again, with good coaching and working on mechanics, I mean, who knows how far they can go, you know? So, and I, I will give you one more, and I'm giving this one for my good friend B-Train, mm-hmm. the kid from Tulane, Michael Pratt. Oh, he's out this week or this year. Okay. Michael Pratt, you know, he might make it as a UFA, you know, mm-hmm. UDFA. Um, <clears throat> if he's available, I might take a flyer on him too, you know? Okay. Because Tulane did a lot of good things with him at quarterback. Louisville, uh, okay. Malik Cunningham. I, I don't like him. Another one that has a lot of potential, but man, he needs work. Is the kid from UCLA, Thompson Robinson? Right, right, yeah. You know, UCR, yeah. Uh, he, he he's got now another problem with him is he's a Chip Kelly guy. Yes. You know, mm, 
You know, we yeah. always talk about does the system help him? You know, mm. it doesn't usually work in the pros. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and that's the problem, right? If if that's the system he's been under, uh, will it work for us? You know, yeah. when he's playing professional ball, mm. don't know, right? Yep. Uh, so, uh, somebody also asked me about the kid from Georgia. You know, yeah, it's that's he, been, yeah, that's, that's he, a good he, He's a he seems to be a good kid. You know, he certainly has leadership uh, qualities. He's just a little bit on the short side mm-hmm. and arm strength isn't there. You know, so he comes in and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I hate Andy Dalton. Man, we only won seven games. Look, there were a lot of games we should have won with Andy Dalton, except the receivers dropped balls. They didn't drop those balls. It would have been a completely different game. So you could easily say two more games. Uh, should have been one. Well, that's nine. So if you win nine with with Dalton, you know, you have that's a good back. I expect that if we had Teddy, number of games. Oh, same thing. Now you play Dalton for the whole season. You're starting quarterback. Well, that's a different story, right? <laughs> but the significance of a really, you know, a really professional uh, 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 backup is really important. You know, so any of the kids, we draft any quarterback, I would hope, and I don't know that they will, but I would hope they get a real quarterback coach to help the kid. And I think Dalton would be a good mentor for him. Uh, I really, again, I know my friends are going to hate me, but uh, especially Greg is going to have a fit. But (laughs) I would rather keep Dalton at a third of the price of what's out there as free agents for one more year and really make him a transitional quarterback, even two years. Because next year's uh, quarterback draft looks pretty solid right now. Uh, so difference between a transitional quarterback and a starter, okay? If yes. you sign Carr, for example, then you're committed for three to yes. five years. That's your guy. Okay? And That's you put a, a big, huge whammy on your cap. You think you're going to sign Dalton again to sit and be back up? <laughs> a place where he has a chance, just like here, to be a starter, just like he did in Dallas when Dak went out, right? So... A uh, guy who's third string now, walk, that's not going to help you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, my thought is transition. And I say that, and it might be foolishly, but I say that because I'm hoping our coaches transitional as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If right. Dennis Allen lasts another year, okay, fine, because the cap is screwed up. We don't have draft choices. Fine. Not a problem. Let him in there for another year. and We'll make our way through another seven the nine wins, I'd be lucky. If we keep Dennis Allen, it'll be five to seven wins. Yeah. But, and that way you do have a transition, you know, then you bring in some real coaching and then you can bring in a, a really top flight drafted quarterback and say, okay, boy, we're going to work with you and want to get you to where you need to go, right? And, and by the way, I said, boy, not meaning to be any kind of racist term. Right, right yeah. there. Just a young man, right? Okay. So, uh, I mean, I thought my name was Boy until I was really old. That's not yeah. my name. I was like, hey, Boy. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, so, uh, but <clears throat> I think that that would probably be the way that I would approach it. Um, a lot of these kids, like I say, that I have on this list, and even the ones, like I say, that no one would know, you know, who Grayson McCall is from Coastal Carolina. Yeah. You know, or uh, Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. Or Drake May from you. I mean, I have a whole list of people that you go, who the heck is that? <laughs> well, as I'm scrolling through all these videos on YouTube, yeah. they pop up and I'm like, who's this guy? You right. know, so I started watching. 
<laughs> Going down a rabbit oh, hole. Okay. Is that going, huh? <laughs> so, and you know, some of these kids, a lot of these kids that are going to come out are going to be UDFAs. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be like I said. This class, from what I see, you know, from my my going through it, uh, this is not a class that has the the top three. Yeah, they'll play in the NFL. You know, are they going to be anything like uh, Burrow or Mahomes? No, no, not a chance. Not a chance. You know, but let's remember, Hertz when he first came out, he wasn't good. You right. know, the first couple of years in Philadelphia, I mean, yeah. remember the talk of, well, we're just going to trade him and send him on his way. What a mistake we made getting him. And, you know, yeah. you know. And then suddenly this year is like, wow, you know, well, yep. well these kids take a little while to, to develop. You know, if, if we go back in our history, you know, you have uh, this guy who I can't stand, but okay, you know, young, who's always talking on the TV, you know. Well, may I remind everybody? You know, it's not often that a that a franchise can get somebody to come in and replace a Hall of Fame. All right, so Montana goes out, Young comes in. Okay, well, let's remember, Young sat on the bench behind Montana. And before that, he was with the Tampa Bay Bandits in the USFL. So it wasn't like he came out of college, out of the BYU, and he was ready to hum the ball. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing like that, it right? It took time to develop him, right? And You don't have so, patience, though. <laughs> well and that's the thing we live yeah. in a different world today yes. right we live uh -huh. in a different world today uh and i think that people are, uh, i hope people are coming to the realization it's really hard to replace a hall of fame you know yeah. we were so spoiled with drew because okay. drew could carry the whole team you know and and that's really hard none of these kids i know people in love with with james winston james winston can't carry a team you know, Andy Dalton can't carry none of these kids are not the good quarterbacks, but they're not Hall of Famers. They're, they're not, you know, uh, Drew Brees, you know. So uh, this list, you know, a lot of these kids are developmental. Like I said to you, uh, truthfully, Bryce Young, everybody has it number one. OK, I don't see Bryce Young being a starter on day one. They, they have forced him to be, you know, because they're going to pay huge, you know, Dividends for them, you know, season ticket holders all want to see. Hey, we want to see him play. One of the okay, but is he really ready? Uh, I don't think so, and I don't think any of these kids are ready. But so that that's what I have for the list. I, I think there are a number of interesting young kids in there who, in time, may you know prove themselves to be worthy. Uh, and like I said, my my uh, my uh, number one sleeper is this kid who's Division Two. Uh, I think people will be shocked with him. I really do. And being quarterback crazy, all these fans, I mean, who knows? You know, Dave wants to pick uh, all our picks for quarterbacks. Yeah. So, you know, you start at right. the top. Who's first one available? Let's <laughs> pick him. Who's still on the board? Let's pick him. Well, okay. Uh -huh. you know? Now, I think we got the Don't know that that's really going to work. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, uh -huh. you know. So, um, yeah, so that's the way that I, I see it. There, There's some good kids in the list, um, you know, and you're free to disagree with me. That that's fine. You know, mm -hmm. a car is just too much money. And like I said, to me, I think we go with the transitional quarterback. We don't go with a long-term quarterback. You know, now you know. Heard anybody really talk about the other free agents that are out there? Everybody's just talking about car. Yep. But you know, could one of the other free agents uh, come in at a lower price? You know, I think anybody that comes here. From a quarterback, and this is another problem we have. The coaching staff is just not good. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, you, you've lost. Coaching. Oh, I have another sleeper for you, but I almost forgot. This one, I, I was like, I don't know if anybody's going to catch on to this one. There's an offensive tackle that's very interesting, third-roundish kind of pick. And, you know, we're really good at third round, right? Mm-hmm. So his name is Mark Evans. He's an offensive tackle. He's from Arkansas Pine Bluff. Ring any bells? Ooh, really? Yes. <laughs> Who was the offensive tackle we chose from Arkansas Pine Bluff that became yeah. an all-pro? Yeah. Now, yeah, you too, know, huh? what's that? <laughs> yeah. He was injured a lot, right? When he yeah. plays, he's fantastic, except yeah. he gets hurt, right? Same. He went to Miami, did the same thing. But Arkansas Pine Bluff, third round, offensive tackle, hey. Yeah. That would be a hell of a fine right there. Yeah. We strike gold twice in the same school exactly. in like a third or fourth yeah. round kind of range. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Deja vu all over again, you know? Right. right. That would be right. really good. So, you know, uh, could he be another Armstead? Could be. Mm-hmm. You know? So good. that's just a few little things that I have on my list of goodies here. All right. um, well, we, we're definitely going to be uh, <laughs> checking back in to um, – break down more of this draft, especially once you start getting some combine numbers and, and everything like that, get more information and we can give better information. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I I agree. And as always, it's a pleasure. Invite me anytime. I'm more than happy as long as we can work a timeout for us. I'm all good, you know? Yes, indeed. We will so, be back with more. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at BS and Beer Media. Or if you're old and want to write a strongly written letter, email us bs and beer at iCloud.com. <laughs>